Oh, wait. Shane's yawning. And welcome to another episode of the Dice Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter, at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen. He's Michael Sipes. I'm Jeremy Broen, at Dynasty Madman, and also Shane Manila. Hey, Shane. <laughs> Who is just yawning. Why are at you yawning? Shane is the worst. Because it's, it's Thursday, um, end of the week, you know, uh, it's been a long grinding week and my body and soul usually gives up right about this time. <laughs> get the kids up for school in the morning, you just need to get to bed. It does seem- I, I'll say this, yeah, you get, you guys know, um, everyone knows obviously that listens to the show or maybe they don't, maybe I'm telling them now, but like um, <laughs> me and my ex-wife separated many years ago, like yes. three years ago now, right? So the kids usually stay with her most of the time during the school year. Summertime, more me. But um, they've been with me for like nine straight days. Um, <laughs> really? Which is like the longest in a while. And what I realized after like four days is like, I don't know what else to f-ing make up for dinner. I'm yeah, like, you run out of gotta, ideas after day nine. I got to keep doing this? Like, I made Guess just, what? It's day seven. It's pizza again. It started off like they had steak one night. They had uh, rice peel off and something. And then by last night, it was tater tots, chicken fingers, and uh, chicken nuggets. Hey, what are it was you just do? everything I could find to go in the oven. I was just like this. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And so you what? No, but now it, schools have started, though, because I know my wife School started back. Next week. In, oh, for oh, you sure. guys? Next week for them. Yeah, 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 it's so an, start in Pennsylvania this year. Yeah, we heard that about other states too, because like my kids just fin- this is their second full week of school. Yeah, they're he- finishing now. Here but too. they get done in, at the end of May too. Yeah, yeah, here too. And I'm going up to UCF for uh, Labor Day weekend. My kids up there, so it'll be awesome this weekend. Oh, that'll be fun. But uh, when you were saying yawning, I can't yawn because as soon as we're done with this show, I have to go play Starfield with everybody. A whole bunch of people are all playing Starfield, which I was so surprised that neither one of you guys knew what Starfield was. But I know what Kitchen Sink is, and I got to set both of my rosters, finalize them, and have them uploaded by 11.59. So that's what I'm going to be doing after this. Uh, 11.59, I left Kitchen Sink after last year or the year Yeah, prior. I was bummed uh, about that. Yeah, last year you left after I'm last year. I'm not setting anything. But. <laughs> Good for you, man. It's so wait a ass. second. So Shane and I are not in the Kitchen Sink, but you are. But you're saying there's something you have to do that's going to take you a couple hours, yeah. and football isn't and, even and for Shane another week this. and a half. Well, it, it's it, – I mean, I you, you can spend more time on it or spread it out, but I, I save it till the end. I actually did a rough draft, but now I have to finalize my contract years for all the players that I drafted and all those that, you know – or what you know become free agents so i have to set you know one to four years on those players and then um decide who's going on the taxi of the rookies and they oh. stay there and then who i'm going to drop and i have to spell all of it out and then make all the moves i can make except for setting the contract terms for both leagues kitchen sink one and two shane was in that you know league uh i think ks2 um until last year so he knows full well it's dude you have to be involved in that league it's always something going on and if you mess up make any kind of minor mistake, Ryan McDowell will fine you as the commissioner of the league. He will fine you, p- penalize you, and you'll lose like 100 AP dollars. And it's, it's cr- So you have to make sure you do things exactly like he says. It's, it's, it's interesting, man. I, I mean, it's fun. I wouldn't do like every kitchen sink, but these two. Is yeah, that, that, that was one of the many f- fun things about being a writer at DLF2 and being in a kitchen sink is that I didn't know what social platform Ryan was going to come yell at me. I know. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> up in that league. <laughs> and I say yell. Anyone knows Ryan. 
no, sure. she doesn't really yell, but like you'll just have this DM in Slack, and it's like, dude, you're over the limit. What are you doing? Or something like that. Or then you look on Twitter, and he's like, you've been on the clock for nine hours or something like that. Oh, my well, gosh. Dude, you nailed it. You nailed it because yeah. I got an email from him <laughs> along with four other uh, late guys to the party right the the last to set their lineups and stuff or you know declare their roster stuff um so we got that email also got a tweet uh tweet from him on twitter a direct message rather and also got like uh something in slack so he's like you know trying hey don't mess this up guys i've given you enough warnings what is slack you both just said it what is that shane what is slack it's a man you are old it's just a it's a social (laughs) it's not social media it's more like a i don't want to say business but it's like it's like business management you Uh, can manage a whole bunch of stuff and i think he uses it for work and he's extended it to doing it with his league so it's kind of got like a group me thing built into it uh, where you can do a group chat plus direct messaging like we do on twitter or group me communicate yeah communication yeah i I know you guys are both pc guys and i'm a mac guy i was driving around today listening to howard 101 so it's old howard stern and it was like from the 90s and howard was yelling at um uh, gary uh, that he wasn't on his lotus notes (laughs) last night and i didn't know what lotus notes was either so i figured that's something you guys lotus notes is just an email server but absolutely no one uses that anymore well this was the 90s it was an old howard stern old school man Uh, (laughs) i I, I stopped paying yeah i know you do you always do (laughs) all right so we do have some news but before we do the news we got lots of news bro I know. Well, we're one week away from fantasy football. I mean, from real NFL football. So I'm sure there's a and lot of fantasy. news. So before we do the news, though, tell everybody about uh, Dynasty Nerds. Hey, Dynasty Nerds. Awesome guys. Uh, they're not just nerds. But if you sign up for their their site using our promo code, TRADESHQ, <laughs> you save yourself 15%. That is like... That's like paying 85% um, for something that most people are going to pay 100%. That's what, that's what it's like. So that's what you should do because you save 15%. So sign up. Great site. Uh, awesome tools. GM tool. They just, just just did something with Sleeper too. Yeah. Where uh, they're giving a little freebie out, giving a little like a little taste. You know what I mean? Like when you sell drugs <laughs> and you throw out the testers for the junkies so they know how good your stuff is. They're doing that on Sleeper with their trade calculators. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> and when you say it's like 85%, it actually is 85%. So um, we do. Yeah, however <laughs> that math works out. Now, I was thinking about that. <laughs> Well, we do have a lot of news. And like I said, we're what we're what a week and like, well, no, actually, it's one week from tonight, though, because Thursday night is kickoff of the NFL. So so of all this news, what is the most important one you think of out of everything that's on here? Easily Jeff Wilson's mysterious (laughs) illness slash injury slash he could only be out four weeks or he could be out the rest of the season. That is wild. Yes crazy we don't know what's wrong with them no one knows what's wrong with them the dolphins beat writers didn't know anything you live in miami you didn't know anything no nobody knew anything (laughs) great point (laughs) out of nowhere he's just out of nowhere it's just he's just he's just injured ow so do you you think that that is the most important thing for fantasy wise or i I guess i was looking forward to jeff wilson running the ball there but that's crazy the news yeah, I, it's, I'd say it's, I'd, I'd say it's 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 important. Look, it's it's big for Devin to chain. Yeah, it turns Raheem Mostert uh, into a more valuable piece. Somebody was trying to get Raheem Mostert off of me earlier. Um, 
they offered me Hunter Henry, uh, Justin Ross, and some other piece of trash <laughs> for um, Raheem Mostert <laughs> and a third. Yeah, I, I turned it down. Like, no, this is this is Not this is the season. Especially. Yeah, like no, I can start Raheem Mostert now. Like, if the best you're going to give me is Hunter Henry, Justin Ross, and some dude I can't even remember his name of three hours later, like I'll just hold on to the start. Start. <laughs> Start Raheem Mostert. Start. If you start, can't remember it from a couple Raheem of Raheem Mostert. I, you know what is funny, though? I have seen just about every single day over the last maybe five or six days another news story about Jonathan Taylor and the Miami Dolphins. Like every day, there's nope. some kind of. Uh, <laughs> they're asking so much for Jonathan it. It Taylor like and the Miami Dolphins. They Apparently, want a first, right? Nobody wants to give it to him. Is that what I heard? No, they would have settled for Jalen Waddle in a second. Or, <laughs> okay, me too. Yeah, the Dolphins have – did they have a stud defensive tackle? Um, I believe it was either a DE or a D tackle. They also would have settled for him in a second. Um, that's all. That's all they wanted. So, yeah, Jim Jim Mercy out here throwing out Larry Monkey-like trade offers. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just funny because they keep talking about it every day. Throwing out trade offers. Yeah, they just keep seem to seem to be talking about it every day, and that's why when you were saying that about Jeff, you know what I did notice? We had waivers run yesterday in all of our leagues. Which, by the way, Shane, I saw what <laughs> what happened in HQ three. Oh, I, yeah, did you drop? Like, did you how drop did you, the wrong player? Bro? He dropped T Higgins. How, how did even, that happen? Instead of what Higgins? So what I was doing, you know, I was, I was. I was using fan, uh, Dynasty Daddy at work yesterday and uh-huh. going through my <laughs> rosters and just trying to clean up all the players that got cut, all the bottom of the roster guys, all the players you have in one, two leagues, stuff like that. I don't know who I got him confused with, but <laughs> apparently I dropped him and picked up Nick Bellar, uh, who I, I don't even know who that guy is. I know he's a tight end. It, it feels like it was an out-of-body experience, but luckily this is why it's good to be in the leagues with decent human beings and league mates. Uh, someone noticed that the waivers went through um, and DM'd in the HQ3 chat and said, hey, Shane, um, <laughs> you might want to check what you just did on waivers. And I did, and I said, oh, I dropped T. Higgins. That's Yeah, that's I saw the transaction me. log, and I was like, what the hell? No, the, well be- after, you know, the best part of it is, is all those DM chats, I have alerts turned on if somebody says my name. And, of course, I get an alert right afterwards saying, uh, FF Blitz, go in there and fix that for me. You know, and I'm like, uh, what happened now? What's funny is when you say that, my first thought was that you did something like either on your phone or whatever, and whatever name was above or below. Low T Higgins was the one you meant to click on, and you just happened to click on T Higgins. That's I was I even thought. thinking, like, is Elijah Higgins still in the league? I, I no, was thinking you, know you had to make some kind of a mistake. So it might be, and I didn't look. I had par- I had Parker Hess uh-huh. in a few leagues. That's and I know it. that I was cutting him left and right. As a matter of fact, let me just see. So that's why I thought right I figured. But it, it was easy, uh, you, yeah, you know. I, I immediately went in and changed it. I just thought it was funny that, uh, like you said, we had league mates that pointed it out, and uh, I don't know. It, it seems those kind of things. I've always felt, especially as a commissioner, it's an obvious mistake. So of course you fix it. You know, nobody's gonna do what you did. What you did. So the people that usually oh, get upset, dropping teeth, gets, yeah, just yeah, flat out dropping them. So my, enough of this guy. But my point of saying that the waivers went through yesterday is when you say that thing about Jeff Wilson, I noticed quite a few players that were IR um, 
uh, eligible, and but most of them all say four weeks. Like when you just said that thing about Jeff Wilson, I noticed there there was at least three different players that I had that were four weeks IR. Is that like a, a typical thing now? Because I know they've changed a isn't lot of this stuff. Pup, isn't that the pup short term IR pup? Is, is that it like four weeks? NFL is that what it pup? is? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I know like Kyle Phillips <laughs> is four weeks. Fact, yeah, yes. okay, okay, yeah. So it's not as interesting as I think it is. Never mind then. So why don't we talk about? Yeah, so it's it's, it's four week IR. So anyway, yeah, okay. so JT. So that's quick. what's happening. Okay. I wanted to go look up on some DLF trades, see what they've got since the news broke that he wasn't traded, that he's on the IR. Um, I mean. Straight up trades, I got Jonathan Taylor or Saquon Barkley and Eric Kendricks, which is a IDP player. So wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. I'm, for I'm what? Confused, man. For what? Got an IDP player. For what player are you Straight talking up, about? That's the trade. JT. Oh, John JT. Taylor. For oh, Jonathan Saquon Taylor. Barkley and Eric Kendricks. Okay. I think I would take the Eric Kendricks and Saquon Barkley side. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, I would. Um, here's another trade. Here's one. How about this one? We've got Javante Williams and a 24 second or Jonathan Taylor. See, the thing about all these things, and we've talked about it before, about the context of the team and the player and everything, it's like, what does that guy need? What players does that guy have? And is he worrying about whether Jonathan Taylor is even going to play in week one for him so he'd rather get a player that well, he can use? he's not going to play in week one. He's not going to play. Yeah, and that's my question, but, but that's the point, yeah, though. Yeah, my, my question, so, Shane, is what you think, the you know, where he's going to go and what, what do you think? I mean – how much is he worth? So, so what did, did you decide what you're going to do with that offer? Oh, that's not my offer. Right. I'm just looking on the, in DLF. Oh, the, the, oh, trades. Oh, the trades. Someone made that trade. I, I would immediately reject that offer if I was a JT owner. I don't want yeah, 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 to yeah. recovering from injury. Javante Williams and a second rounder. You shove that up your butt. <laughs> but <laughs> someone else traded Javante Williams straight up for John Taylor on DLF. Without the pick. Traded, Without yeah, the pick. wild. There's another one. John Taylor and a 2024 round eight pick. Well, that's fun for Cam Akers and a 2024 second. <laughs> that's fun. So yeah. wait, all this stuff happened so, recently I, or over the last week or so? Yeah, last two days. Oh, in the last two days. Holy crap! Yeah. Uh, Apparently, there's a there's a uh, it's it's by uh, James Taylor. James Taylor is great uh, singer. Well, he's yeah. not a great singer. James Taylor. Kind of yeah, he was a funny song. musician. No, he had more than that. He had more than that. He had a few, but not really my speed. He had some, yeah, he's very mellow and bad. He had a. Yeah, that song uh, about Carolina that's kind of. Carolina. Going to Carolina. I like that. Yeah. And uh, Fire and Rain. I saw him in concert twice. His concerts were great. He was good back in the 90s. Dude, yeah. Well, after you see like Metallica or something, Mike, you feel differently about James Taylor. Like that would make me feel like I was just trapped in an elevator. Oh my god! Like I'd rather see the Rolling Stones at eighty years old. First of all, first of all, my wife and I we went and saw James Taylor in the nineties, and then we saw um, uh, uh, Disturbed like a couple weeks later. We saw both. Like we we were at a Disturbed concert when Karen was pregnant with with my kid. We were at a Disturbed concert. So I've seen a lot of different music. Dude, 
100% there's nothing wrong with like an all wide it. variety of music because you know I like some really slow like mellow like iron and wine right. in color like really mellow and I'd love to go to a concert like that but James Taylor sucks um, <laughs> I like his songs but he's not my speed man like not at all he's just he's just so bland like you know what I mean like it's the he's like eating the, a saltine and drinking water with he's no salt guy. yeah it's, it's a salt with saltine crack <laughs> Oh with God. water no yeah. that's not, even not tap true water, at least tap water no. would have a little flavor to it it'd uh. be like that water that they take out the electrolytes and they take out the ion <laughs> and all up. that and it's just like, what, what is this and they're like it's pure water you Dis- <laughs> it's like drinking distilled water and eating a saltless cracker no yeah. listen the best that's i ever saw Taylor. the best i ever saw i saw michael jackson in concert twice and i saw prince in concert and those were amazing concerts so. uh, prince would be awesome yeah. prince, prince would have been amazing him. uh I would yeah. have loved to see Prince. I, I gotta be honest with you, the last concert I went to was Weezer, and they were f-ing awesome. Yeah, they were amazing. We saw them outside, and it was so cool. They're <laughs> they're so entertaining and fun. Yeah. What's funny is Weezer. my kid is nineteen now, and I think the last concert I went to was the Disturbed concert when my wife was pregnant. So that was probably the last concert I went to, and my kid is nineteen now. But uh, whatever. I'd hey. say you need to get out more. But yeah. you travel more than anybody we know. So. I do. I just don't go to concerts. All right. So what about this TJ Hawkinson being a rich bitch? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> He's rich, bitch. Holy shit, yes. Um, he uh, he got, what did he get? Four years, probably. I got to scroll down here. He got four years. Uh, $68.5 million. $68 million. $68 million. He's the highest tight end in the history of the NFL. The, yeah. So they think he's the next Travis Kelsey. But they're uh, that and, freaking good. And of that money, 42.5 is guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. And then somehow his cap hit for this year is only $4 million. So that means one of those years, his cap hit's going to be like $30 million. <laughs> Unbelievable. So really. does something like this make any kind of difference in fantasy trading? Or he was already being traded for valuable assets. Yeah, this is not going to make a yeah. difference. No, no, no. People think he's the he's the top three tight end. They think he's the yeah. tight end three or tight end four, maybe, right? So he's probably yeah, obviously yeah. behind Kelsey, Andrews, and Pitts. Yeah, Andrews is probably a, a decent value. I see people saying, oh, I'm not going to draft uh, Mark Andrews at his ADP. I don't know. He's probably a pretty good value where he's at based on what he's done so far in his career. And But I'm going for guys like Fryermuth. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find guys that are a little bit behind that. Not far. I think they're talented tight ends, but I, I don't want to pay TJ Hawkinson yeah. prices right now, man. I would if I, I had no TJ Hawkinson left because of how everyone was on him after last year. Oh, how he good finished for you. up in uh, yeah. okay. Minnesota, and I moved him. And I wish I still had more to move. Like, I wish I had just infinite supplies of cash. Cash cow, huh? You, 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 just that paid training. well, right? Yeah, that's good. Keep sending him away. <laughs> like, yeah. even after you trade him, all of a sudden you go to your roster, and he's still there. <laughs> Another one regenerates. And yeah, like, such awesome. a great trade. Send him back so I can do it again. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Dude, here, here, oh, look, I'm looking at a 1QB league. Yeah. Start 18. Someone traded Tank Bigsby and TJ Hawkinson and they got back. Start 18. They got back Jalen Hurts. I would absolutely lose my mind if someone gave me Jalen Hurts in that settings for wow. those tips. Start 18. Start 18? Whole, and it's you said. Probably ID. ID, right? Yeah, right? yeah, it's yeah, defensive yeah. end, defensive end. Oh, cap. okay. Yeah, All right. ID. And you said one quarterback, though. So you only need one, one quarterback. quarterback. And, yes. you, and so, so you have all those other spots. So I, I would smash Jalen Hurts side. I love the Jalen Hurts side on that. Yeah, but, but what you're saying is 
if it's one quarterback, say you already have a quarter. Well, but you're right. When we said start 18, we thought the, our normal settings of, of offense only. So if it's start 18, right. typically a start 18, you would cut that in half. So it's actually only a nine right. offense and nine defense. Yeah, which is which is not great, Bob. I mean, especially on a one quarterback, you know it's probably not going to be much much more than nine. I'm in one where it's nine offense and I think it's 11 11 defense to make it 20 even so you know not even as much offense as defense which is stupid i never liked it but that's not a lot of offensive play you're not plugging in 10 guys or 11 guys i mean like so one quarterback so shane's getting like you know a top shelf quarterback on that team instead of having some schmo running out there like a bottom 15 guy or something which you know you're gonna do and yeah but if the guy already has a, a starting quarterback then you would think that you'd what were the other pieces? Trade them away. You don't TJ only one good one. Tanks Bigsby. Oh yeah. Bigsby. What do you think about Tank Bigsby? I, I, I got a question from uh Dynasty Greg yesterday actually talking about Tank Bigsby. What what do you I, think about him? Yeah, do you like ETN better, Shane? Because I, I mean like I do. ETN I do. Better, but at their respective costs. I, I, I definitely like Tank Fair Bigsby point. and yeah. wish I had some more of them. I only have them in two leagues. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I only have a few shares of him too, just the way it shook out this rookie draft season. Well, he was asking me because somebody offered him um, uh, DeAndre Swift for Tank Bigsby. I would just hold. Yeah, and that's what I told I mean, him. Just because Swift, yeah, yeah. Who knows? He doesn't get used enough. When he's used, he seems to do well, but he just doesn't get the volume. And and where he makes his money is as a pass catching back, and the Eagles have not particularly featured the running back during yeah, the Sirianni's regime. They're like 18th in the league in, yeah. two years ago. And then last year, dead last. And I know you didn't really enjoy that. Yeah. I, look, I'm fine with it. Cause that offense was fun, man. Like that offense was all about deep shots and, and things like that. It Maybe was big, fun. big play offense. I yeah. liked it too, yeah. as far as fantasy and just watching football. Yeah. It's not like watching paint dry. Super fun. It's funny too. Cause we talk about like context matters and all that kind of stuff. And one of the contexts in that conversation with him is that every single year he ends up getting some high picks or whatever. He drafts players. And by the time week one starts, he's traded away all the rookies he's drafted away. Uh, he's drafted. And so he doesn't want to do that again. But people know that he does. So they send him these offers. And that was the conversation that we had. Like That sounds like an alcoholic blaming someone. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't want to drink. But they left a drink on the table. So I was forced to. Like, oh, you're an alcoholic. But it. it it, it made me think. It made me think about this, and I wanted to ask you. Um, I know you can't really talk in generals about this kind of stuff, but how long do you guys usually wait? I mean, you know, I'll ask you both, but how long do you guys usually wait on these rookies that you draft? Like, do you usually wait X amount of time, or? I know on a player to player basis there could be differences, but but you don't give up after one year, do you? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, I don't usually, I, I give more, um, in a situation Shane's probably going to go there too. I, it, my thing used to be like, why, you know, don't give up on rookies too early, right? Don't, you know, give them more than one season, but with some players you can see early on that they're just not the guy. They're never going to be a wide receiver one, probably never going to be a wide receiver one, probably never going to be a volume back or, or, you know, a, a great running back, but 
Yeah, I tend to hold on to him longer, probably than you know some people, maybe more than Shane. Wide receivers in particular, especially if I was already high on them. If it's a guy that I just drafted late or I liked in Debbie, want to give him a shot, you know, um, different. But if I drafted him high, yeah, I'm going to give him more of a chance unless I can get a really good return. I tend to I tend to baby them, like pamper them a little bit, like my kids or something, and hang on to them. But with running backs, I don't have a lot of patience um, because I, I think they need to show out soon and play soon it's like the easiest position to get you know to start out and get volume in um a running back role and if they don't i mean you just got to move on so i think it's i think the tell is early on with running backs even if they're behind like in a platoon or behind guys like saquon barkley or something they need to show you something early or forget it yeah what about you shane uh wide receivers after one year they're done excuse me (laughs) Pleasure. Uh, thank you. Wide <laughs> receivers after one year, I'm finished with them. Running back, I'll hold a little longer. Tight ends, obviously, too. So that's your general consent. Um, obviously, on a player-to-player basis, there'd be different different things, but that's your you got to hold on to tight ends because you just can't always tell if they're you know you really can't on them. And you, I know when I draft a tight end that I'm likely, and I try not to. I don't know if you noticed, there were so many in this draft class, I didn't take any of them high. I waited until late rounds. I'm like, there's so many. Something's going to fall through the cracks and be available in the fourth round or like in some of our leagues, right? Well, we have fifth rounds, which is crazy. I picked up tight ends then because um, they, they, they almost always take longer to develop. So that's something I know this guy's going to be on my taxi squad this year, maybe next year, and you have to be patient. Um, but yeah, the patience runs out with the, with the other skilled players. Yeah. It's funny, uh, playing in IDP leagues, it seems every year it just rotates the players. I know you, Shane, don't like IDP, and I know Jeremy was in some, but... I, it's of- hard, man. It's hard to pick the players that are going to be... You you could recognize them in college and, and, you know, and, and all that, but it's hard to recognize the ones that are actually going to show out in the pros. It's definitely more difficult than offense. I'm not as good at it. Yeah. Um, it requires a hell of a lot of patience. So I lean more with Shane. I'm not in many leagues like that anymore, but I'm not going to disparage you like Shane does. I'll play <laughs> in them, but I'm just, I need to have a defensive coordinator to kind of help me because I, I'll make the wrong choice on a player more often than I make the right one. <laughs> Every once in a while, someone will come up to me and still ask me, like, hey, you want to get in an IDP league? Love, love the content or whatever. And I'll be like, no, because if you loved my content, you would fucking know. I despise, <laughs> I despise your kind of people. Right, exactly. I don't want to play with you freaking IDP. <laughs> it's league. ingrained no in your way. in your soul. And Mike's almost the exact same <laughs> right. with Debbie. He's like, you I do- don't need to look at this yeah. shit. Uh, it's so funny. It's true. It's it's it, That's the way I feel about Debbie. But I will say this. Uh, the one thing... When you talked, I've heard both of you guys say it plenty of times. With our offensive-only leagues that we're in, there's rarely ever anything on the waiver wire, you know. But in IDP leagues, there's always something on the waiver wire because well, cornerbacks, some, because yeah, the way they some, grade them, somebody score, steps you get scores up. for them. No one cares about the position whatsoever. As long you can just you know stream never even have them on your roster or keep them. Just like stream them every yeah. year, pick up ones that weren't drafted. I mean that's. That's a flaw in scoring because yeah. that I, I mean I, it has to be like every position should be valuable. That'd be like us saying, you know what, um, tight ends, yeah, let's just get rid of it. We don't, we don't even combine them with wide receivers, which I thought might be a good idea, right? In the early days, they're just cornerbacks. Whatever, who cares? That's not. You got to do something to fix that. What's it, the point? It's a lot of fun in different leagues. So, what is Cooper Cup getting an owie? <laughs> <laughs> 
They needed to wrap him in bubble wrap someone's his hamstrings alley again. He was trying to uh he was trying to uh recover from his severe hamstring strain and he now he's got a setback. He's day to day. So what's this tell you? Just a reminder. 30-year-old wide receivers, it is more the except the rule than the exception that they are going to break down because I don't know, that's how human physiology works, I guess. That's just what happens. So do You're you right. have any shares of Cooper Cup anywhere? Uh, I actually do. It's funny because I've never bought into them because I'm racist against white wide receivers. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Especially when they're 30. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, oh, I have one share. That's it. Just just the one share. So I bought in heavy this year, this offseason. I got them in the whole one league as opposed to the none that I usually have. Nice. I traded him too soon. I think a couple, three years ago, I got rid of most shares of him. I, I have him in stuff like – um eliminator like different things best ball i do not have him i don't think in a single dynasty league pretty sure i don't have him yeah i know i don't, I don't have 30 year old wide receivers yeah i don't have him either so that that's what i was wondering so but do you uh so what should people just start bailing on him and get rid of him and he's 30 you're and you're screwed this is why this is why you know with him now you live that life you move on a year too early then a year too late yeah well said all right, what else do you have on here? You said you had a ton of news. What else do you got on there? That was it. That was like the seventh piece, piece of news. Yeah, that's all of it. <laughs> all right, then let me ask you both this. We're we're one week to, from tonight from uh, from NFL to start. Uh, we went through all four weeks of preseason. Was there anybody that showed up in the preseason that you guys are looking to kind of grab or or take from people, <laughs> essentially is what it is, that we weren't talking about a month ago? You know? Uh, yeah, for me, uh, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is smashed this offseason. Uh, he's lo- he looked good in all preseason action. Um, yeah. The coaches I are talking him up. You. I yeah. told you. The coaches are talking him up. Uh, what's his name? Mike Tomlin. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. saying the shit you like to hear a coach say. He's yeah. talking about, hey, he commands a locker room. He commands a huddle now. Yes, he's been playing great, but that's, you know, that's almost a byproduct of it. It's like to Mike Tomlin, like this other stuff is almost more important. But, yes, he also happens to have been playing really great. So feels like he's got a grasp of the offense and uh, kind of excited to see what he can do. That's yeah, awesome. I, I, I mean, w- yeah, quarterbacks for sure. You go ahead, Mike. But quarterbacks, <laughs> it was very telling uh, off season for quarterbacks, um, in, you know, in general, good and bad. A lot of good and bad, but um, a, a lot of good for the younger guys, I think. Yeah, I'm going back a couple episodes back when we were when I made that trade and you were not high on him and everything like that. That's why I say it's awesome that you've turned around and that that's the cool player. No, I mean. Like- the kids had a great off season, right? And that's yeah. what you want to see. You want to hear some progress, you know, that that's Ray GQ has talked about it a few times. How like, you never heard anything good about Trey Lance, right? You never heard Kyle Shanahan say anything nice about the kid. Not even once, nope. not even like that. Like he smelled nice or had a nice <laughs> smile. That's like, nothing. He gave him nothing, <laughs> but Mike Tomlin's been praising Kenny Pickett this off season. You know what I mean? And that that's, that's what you want. Man. I hate the Steelers, but I trust them. They have a process. It works. They reload. They don't need high draft picks to do it. Um, they time and time again reload. They have a great skill positions, a great offensive line, a ton of tight ends. I wish, man, wish I had all their tight ends like in fantasy because they, they're valuable to some extent. They're like, they just do such a great job with their offensive roster. They reload at wide receiver. We know that they have several. Your your argument with them is like, well, which one's the real wide receiver? One is it Deontay or is it, you know, you just, I mean, they just do a great job. And and like Shane was saying with byproduct that 
I I expected Kenny Pickett to be at least freaking serviceable, at least like you know a top fifteen guy just because of that, and and maybe he'll be even better. But like I acquired him, I didn't I didn't get rid of him anywhere. I acquired him in the offseason. Well, you guys know we had yeah. a debate on here early yeah, on. Yeah, and I, I was did- on him early, and I'm just glad it worked out because you just never know. And Sam Howell too. I'm glad it worked out at least for now. For him, he looks like you know he's a contender for that keeping that starting job. Um, but yeah, man. Good off season for a lot yeah, of guys. Yeah, you know, and the best thing about all these players is, for Dynasty at least, is if you don't actually believe in them, but you roster them, you have a sell window. Desmond Ritter yeah. had a good off season. Good yeah, talk. I like you him want to too. talk about him. Sam Howell, same thing. Kenny Pickett. So if you don't actually buy into these guys, now you can get off of them. At, I'm not going to say like a, a substantial increase of what they were. What a profit. You but made a yeah, profit. Most likely a profit, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jeremy? Did anybody pop out to you in the preseason that you weren't really well, thinking about? The, you guys with, with Pickett, um, you know, I was I was glad to see Pickett, Howell, and then Ritter, um, you know, guys that I, you know, the other guys in that class, you know, right, you know, by and large, the, the, the lower guys especially, but those guys kind of came through. Um, at skill positions, no, I mean, some things were reinforced. I mean, you know, Brock Purdy, huh? I mean, we've, we've talked about him on this <laughs> yeah. show. Mike, you were a big proponent on on Mr. Irrelevant. And I, I never, I never, you guys know this, I never bought into Trey Lance for a lot of different reasons, and I'm not going to go down that whole rabbit hole, but I, I'm not surprised that that happened, but it's surprising that, you know, the last player picked, you know, last year is, you know, the quarterback there, how, how bad of a freaking deal was that to, to trade up and get Lance. But so that, that was surprising, like that whole thing. And that Purdy, look at you, man, you, you said, Hey, I don't think I want to trade out of this guy and take a second. Right. Wasn't that your byline? Like your, your whole thing was no, I'm not. And, and that probably worked out because like what Shane was saying about cell windows, dude, you're, you you probably got a longer sell window, but now you're certainly going to make a profit on Brock Purdy. You're not even making a small profit. You're making a huge profit if you get out of here. Well, it's funny with him, especially at the time. At the time, I needed him to win a couple things, and then and then he got hurt in the playoffs. But but it's funny with him. I have 13 leagues, and I have him in nine of the 13 leagues. But part of the reason I had him in so many was I was picking him off off of waivers before he started playing, only because last year there were so many quarterbacks injured. I was like, oh well, there's a quarterback, and I grabbed him, mm-hmm. and then it yeah, kind of worked. Reactionary, yeah, like, and then it kind of, yeah, yeah kind of worked out. Um, but uh, it, it's just kind of funny. I saw a TikTok. Somebody showed the Trey Lance thing, and they showed. Did you do you know the three players that were were drafted with that number twelve pick that San Francisco like traded up? Micah to? Parsons. Yeah, Micah Parsons. Uh, that's the only one I remember. Uh, oh, Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith. Yep. Yeah, and, and uh, shit, I don't remember the third one. Jalen, huge man, Jalen Waddle. So Jalen Waddle, <laughs> uh, uh, Devonta Smith, and Micah Parkins were all you that that number twelve pick was traded three different times, and those were the three players that were picked. But San yeah, Francisco took freaking Trey Lance. You know, um, mm. it's fun to look back at that kind of stuff. Obviously, in the moment, you don't know that that's what's going to happen. But uh, in the moment, it's kind of cool to see that. But, you know, and then sometimes those kind of players work out. And like you said, I could probably sell him for a profit in some places. But in other places, I enjoyed watching him play and I enjoyed the whole story. So I liked having him on my roster. Um, what about the opposite thing? What about the opposite? Because I actually see, I've seen some, some 
some players that I know. But Shane, what about the opposite? What about somebody that we've been talking all off season about and then comes through the preseason and then you're like, oh, well, maybe not so much. Uh, I don't think there's anyone that pops in my head. No rookies, no nothing that people thought were going to be. I mean, Kendra Miller uh, got injured again um, today. It's kind of hard um, with the injuries, yeah. So it's getting a little annoying and a little frustrating with him because he was Yeah, I was injured. so high on him, too. It that took, was one of my favorite backs in the class. It took him forever to get healthy to – to, to be released to practice and, and play a game, and now he's injured again. And like, Great dude, point. Look, yeah. What are you doing? Alvin Kamara is out the first three games. Like, this is a golden opportunity for you yes, to sir. rip some – four games. For you to rip some games up and uh, let me trade you. Um, <laughs> and, and get out of nice. I really like Ken, Kendra Miller. I'm disappointed as hell about this whole situation with him. You know, it's yeah. funny. I've I've seen people talk on social media about how fantasy analysts or so-called analysts like talk about players as if they're not human beings. But you, you're just like, uh, why do you can't you stay healthy so I can turn around and trade you? <laughs> like it's like yeah. you know assets, care. yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean, Ty J Spears has done better than I expected. I mean, I expected him to be a you know a decent running back without any ACLs. I wasn't as worried as some people because he seemed to he seemed to be just fine. You know, I, whatever. Some guys don't need ACLs apparently, but uh, it, hey, he can't tear his ACL and he's a running back. That's isn't that a good thing? Um, but anyway, I was highly surprised that you know he came on and looked as good as he did at times um, early, and then totally disappointed with Kendra Miller, Chase Brown. Uh, Cincinnati, not, not, um, you know, he, he looked okay, but I mean, I expected he might look better than he did. So they, they felt so, uh, not strongly about that. They brought in, you know, other running backs to catch the football behind Joe Mixon, you know, hope and, and see how that works out, but maybe Chase Brown will come around. Um, Evan Hall though, I think, you know, it depending on what happens with Jonathan Taylor, I was really high on Evan Hall uh, skill wise. So he's mm-hmm. got an opportunity up there, but I can't, I can't think of a ton of players that were underwhelming. I mean, they were lower. Guys that we drafted like late that didn't make teams or, or, you know, undrafted free agents that didn't make teams. That's not surprising. Um, Trey Tucker, apparently in Vegas, I wasn't a big believer of him. I know, Mike, you picked him up in a million places, like all the HQ. Yeah, he was so much. free. Yeah, he, he looks free. like, you know, they're not just going to be like, hey, man, be the return guy, you know, work him into the receiver sets because he's so good at getting open a, a lot like, you know, um, the, the Kansas City wide receiver, um, you know, little tank. Um, Nathaniel Dell, um, Texans. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. The, the, yeah. The Texans, Nathaniel Dell, um, that, that, um, seems to have worked out pretty well. I'll tell you who I, I was, um, surprised didn't do better. And it's the guy that, that Kansas city drafted that everybody thought, Oh my God, he went to Kansas city. Let's get this wide receiver. I was never really big on him to begin with. And I don't think he looks that great yet. I think, you know, he's sky Moore is not going to give up his gig anytime soon. What the hell is that guy's name? She Rice. I keep wanting to say J.C. Horn. Yeah, Rishi yeah, Rice. Rice. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't exactly. remember hearing his name once in the offseason. Man. just disappeared, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. It's funny with the, Trey, with the Trey Tucker one, there's also the Trey Rookie over in, in Tampa. And they, they like yeah. him. He's stepped up and, and done some stuff. So that was another Speaking guy that Tampa. I was getting free with, you know, in the in the fourth round, fifth round. Dude, Tampa got a guy and uh, he made their 53. Who? Rakeem Jarrett. Oh, he got a freaking oh, job, dude. Right, yeah. <laughs> Great. But he's a guy that didn't get drafted. People are like, you know what? It's crazy that this guy did. He's so much better than all the wide receivers in the sixth and seventh round that were taken, which, you know, 
that's kind of laughable when you hear that. Oh, okay. He's better than the sixth round wide receiver. But some of those guys, like guys like A.T. Perry, there's different guys that like, you know, fell through the cracks that did well. Um, you know, they don't all get drafted highly, but you know, he Rakeem Jarrett, A.T. Perry got drafted late. Those are some guys that like showed out in the offseason, man. I mean, sorry, in the preseason, man, and like the whole um after the draft period of time, like the offseason, like that's something. So those guys Dude, you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. How do you not know that guy? No, no, no. It, well, first of all, when you were saying the name, I just I was talking about a different rookie wide receiver, and then you're talking about this one. But they you, get on both of those guys. But, but you know what's interesting? Do you do either one of you guys on yes. MFL when you're looking to do your waivers? Do either one of you guys click on the complete free agent list and then add percentage? Do either one of you oh, guys do that? No, no, no I, don't do that. I don't look at the ad percentage much. You do that? I do that every single week. So every single it. week, you I go on there. Guys in the well, yeah, ways. because <laughs> if you guys Smart. don't do it, check it out. You you go to complete free agents, sure. and then you click on ad percentage, and it shows. And it's funny because that AT guy, he was uh, on the ad percentage this week when I was looking at it. Um, Big receiver the, the, too, man, and fast for size. The running back kid from Denver, um, Joe. Leal, um, I can't think of his last uh, name. McCollum. Yeah, 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 he was on there. And then that that was it, Rico Dwaddle or whatever. From, yeah, Rico Suave yeah, no, from Dallas. He was like because the Malik Davis got cut. Yeah, he yeah. was like the number one Everybody ad percentage in, in every, every league. league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I didn't the know sleeper, if you ever look at that. Sleeper has that built in. Uh huh. Um, oh yeah, you see that on the side, right? When you yeah. for the free agents, where it's trending. Yeah, yeah. They the MFL has like a um, a module you could put on, but for people that don't know, if you you just go up to the player search and you go the complete free agent listing, and you could do you could do um, um, ad percentage, and you could also do own percentage. And I I usually always look at the ad percentage. But hey, listen, we do have a couple trades on here. Do you want to do the trades, or do you want to send those yeah. over to the patrons, or what do you send want to them do? Over to the patrons. Uh, we've we've talked enough for. <laughs> We, we have talked for a while. All right. So then we're going to just cut this episode into two and make one of them the patron. <laughs> well, why don't you tell people about our patron account? Hey, there's a patron dynasty <laughs> trades HQ at patron. That's not right. But if you go on Patreon and look up dynasty trades HQ, it's uh, something like that. <laughs> you'll find us. We're there. We have patron written content, bonus podcasts, I owe stickers and uh, koozies to oh, some gosh. Folks, uh, some other stuff. You get stuff. You should join it. It's good stuff. Yeah, and also with the listener leagues, we ended up having somebody yeah. leave this year. Uh, and, you know, he, he had a great opportunity with his life, and he had to step away. So he, he left, and we filled it with one of our patrons. So that was awesome. So, all right. So then let's let's do that. Let's uh, move the trades over to the Patreon show. And uh, for now, then, we'll say goodbye to everybody. And uh, Jeremy, I know you muted it. You had to walk away, but we're wrapping up. So uh, at this point, go check us out at Dynasty Trades HQ on all social media. And we'll talk, we'll talk to you guys next week. So say goodbye, everybody. Yep. Thanks for listening, gang. Say goodbye, Bye. Shane. Goodbye, Shane. <laughs>